everyone welcome back to a special air max day um edition of the soul savvy podcast we once again have the human fact machine back on in stonebrook how you doing man <laughs> good i'm trying to remember the other uh nicknames that uh I'm supposed to put in my fact bank, but I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. Yeah, yeah. we got to update your LinkedIn with all of your nicknames, just so if anyone's looking you up, they can find you. <laughs> I'm with it. Um, so today we're going to do another edition of, of Soul Facts, but we're going to, instead of covering the whole week, uh, we're going to cover Air Max. Air Max is an Air Max day uh, in general because it's Air Max week. Um, you know, it's an exciting time of the year. Every every time this year, there's uh, there's a a re-release coming of of an old classic, something new introduced to the market, some sort of play on various Air Max. So it's always exciting for for us Air Max fans, and that's what we're gonna we're gonna dive into. First up, Air Max One Evolution of Icons. The first time I saw this thing, I was like, "Huh, this is interesting." And then the more I started looking at the photos and the different angles, the different details, I went, "Holy shit! I love this shoe." Break it down for us a little bit here. Yeah, this is, um, you know, this has to be one of the better thought out GRs in a long time. You know, I know for a lot of us that were children of the 90s that aspired to design sneakers, basically basketball was most of our entry points. And we kind of did in our notepads, you know, when we're supposed to be playing paying attention in class, the same stuff Mark Dolce eventually did in Nike Sportswear with like, let's put like the Gary Payton monkey paw on a shoe with like the lines of a Pippin and, you know, the feeling of a penny and stuff like that. We haven't really seen that in running. And uh, yep. this pretty much nails it. Like it's kind of a, it's kind of a head scratcher when you first look at it. I mean, we've seen the Air Max one in a host of colorways, but uh, there's a lot going on here without it seeming overtly busy. Um, if anything, it's, it's kind of muted. So, um, you know, just kind of going toe to heel, we've got, the Air Max 98, uh, basically inspiration on the toe box with yep. the lines and the, the mini swoosh. Uh, moving back, uh, we've got the teal or menthol rather swoosh from the Air Max 93. Yep. We've got the TPU iStay from the infrared Air Max 90. Yep. And then yep. basically the whole heel unit is kind of riffing off like Air Max 95 and Air Max 97 vibes in terms of gray gradients. So, mm. um, and then, you know, it's Air Max, they stamped on the heels. So for somebody that is a Air Max fan, that is why, to me, I mean, DP, you're the expert on allocations, but this seems like it's going to be a pretty accessible shoe. Oh God. I, I was hoping you were going to ask that question. <laughs> the only reason I pause here is I think this is a sneakers exclusive and a Nike exclusive, which puts the powers in into the hands of an app that um, has not been very kind to most people. So if that's the case, uh, I think it's going to be really tough because people are going to see it on sneakers and just think it's some high heat special release for Air Max Day and try to enter to buy it. And we're going to get into the cycle where it's for retail on StockX, but I digress. Um, I don't I don't have enough uh, clarity yet on on distribution. I'm hoping this is very accessible. It would make sense if it was very accessible because the counter to this release um, is two incredibly hyped shoes in the Air Max 90 Bacon and the Air Max 1 Clot. Um, mm-hmm. So it would suck for them to create this kind of, you know, brand new design and not make it accessible on Air Max Day. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to me, this is the shoe that like, I mean, obviously anyone can get it and enjoy it, but specifically if you're a middle school or high school age kid, college kid, you know, obviously, or, you know, maybe new to sneakers at any age, you go to Foot Locker or Finish Line or Dick's Sporting Goods, mm-hmm. see this on the wall, jumps out, you get it. And you can kind of learn your love for the Air Max, whether it's yeah. things you already knew or things that you're relearning through it. So yeah. I would even uh, go I as far as, the, pardon me? I hope that's the case. Yeah. I would even go as far as to uh, uh, give the mild take that these are better than the Master Air Max ones. Whoa, 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 bud. Yeah. Okay, Ian. <laughs> I love the Master Air Max ones. You're talking to the wrong guy. But okay. It's close. I'll say this is a really good shoe and I love every detail about it. You know, the insoles. Um, I don't know if you've, if you've seen the picture of it, but they have uh, every shoe that's kind of been inspired for this design on the insoles. They give it in a special box. I think it's a really, really cool um, design and, and, and project from Nike. Um, I just do hope it's not another one of those, like you can't have it type of things because we have two more of those this week, uh, essentially coming down the pipeline. Yeah, we do. I'll have to, uh, you know, go on US 11 and see the insole pictures or wherever those are at, because yeah. when, I, when I talk about, you know, seeing this shoe in a finish line or footlocker dicks, when I was a high school kid, senior year, 2005, 2006, when Nike did the history of air pack, that was awesome for me, you know, like mm-hmm. getting the inner infrareds at Dick's Sporting Goods might've even been galleons back then before they were acquired. And, you know, seeing the different, the history of Air Max within the insole, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Getting the Air 180s later from a Nordstrom rack, like wishing I got the Air Max ones at a finish line in Indiana where they had, you know, just like this beautiful white mesh just popping off, you know, the entire wall. So, you know, hopefully this is a good entry point. Um, but it sounds like once again, maybe it's tiered a little differently, but we're, we're gonna, you know, uh, yeah. as it's always buy what you like, you know? Yeah, no, I, I look, I love this shoe. Um, I hope it's accessible because again, I'm just, I think we're all tired of Nike not giving us what we want. And I understand that's part of the storytelling and there's strategy around that. But I think something like this shoe to, to your point is a great shoe that someone can become a sneakerhead on because they buy this on Air Max day and want to learn about everything that goes into the shoe. Like, why are these panels this way? How does that tie to Air Max 95 or an Air Max 98 or Air Max 97, whatever it might be. I think that's a really cool um, aspect about these. And I hope it doesn't end up being hype beast fodder, but we'll find out. We'll find out. We will see. We will see. Nike Nike's going to dictate that for us. Um, you know, every, every Air Max day, uh, every year, I feel like Nike introduces something new around this time of the year, right? Um, 2016, I remember all the, htm collaborations do, do you recall those um i think those didn't do as well as they were as they were hoping um i remember seeing them i think i saw the the superfly uh t from from tinker um the air max 90 high like for 70 percent off uh a couple months later you know it's interesting you mentioned that because i honestly don't i remember all the htm kobe stuff very well um mm. and some of the other you know like jordan deviations yeah. like with uh I think they did the 29 and Air Jordan 1 pack and things like that. Yeah. The Air Maxes, I do not. Um, are, you, are you telling me I remembered something that you don't? 
you you've stumped the swami uh you know oh, ladies you and gentlemen the, the podcast is over <laughs> ian cannot contribute anymore Down goes uh, to the field, yeah um, no no yeah that was that was yeah it was the air max ld0 um air max 90 ultra superfly and the air max ultra and that so that was um hiroshi tinker and, and mark parker to design the three right um i i remember them being super hyped and then just completely dying down. And of course, 2016 was right about when the uprise on resale kind of started. So I'm not surprised this happened. That was, a, that was actually a, a tough year for Nike. Um, yes. A I lot feel of like from, market share then. Especially yeah. That's, the, was that, that's what it was. Lifestyle yeah, yeah. meets running category. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Especially this time of the year, I think the ultra boost was, was starting to pop off um, in 2016. But anyways, back on track to my, my storytelling here. Um, they've been, they've been introducing, you know, new models and new silhouettes in the last couple of years, right? We had um, the Air Max 270 um, in 2018, um, Air Max 720 in 2019. Um, and then in 2020, we had the Air Max 2090. Um, all, I think the 270 is probably the best one out of that trio and my favorite. I don't know where you land on those three. I'm definitely not a 270 fan myself. Mm. You know, I'll say this to me, it was funny right when the 270 happened was kind of when the dad shoe thing was taking off. Mm. And what was cool to me is, and I mean, maybe this, uh, you know, kind of goes hand in hand with the conversation we're having pre podcast, but it's like the 270 to me was almost like the new dad shoe. Like I'd see them on kids and that was cool. Like, obviously like it's a great, you know, shoe in terms of, a lot of comfort, uh, big air, you know, blocks really well and stuff like that. But when I'd see, as silly as it is, when I'd see like a dad in like cargo shorts and a polo, like grabbing coffee, I'm like, those look cool on him. Like that is what, like, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is what a dad she was now. Like, I mean, I think of my dad, you know, wearing, yeah. you know, any white and navy, just like New Balance or Brooks, like super middle of the road shoe. And I was like, to me, this is the evolution of that. But, um, yep. Yeah, um, you know, to Nike's credit, like as much as Air Max Day has, you know, it, it's it's kind of a good metaphor for like the halo effect of like sneaker heads and the trickle down of, you know, mass marketing. Like yeah. the real wins for the brand are things like the 270 that just oh. absolutely smash. And I'm completely forgetting to acknowledge the Vapor Max in 2017. That was a, a, a game changer for the brand and for the technology of air at the time. Um, I can't believe I overlooked that. I'm sorry, Vapor Max. Well, I will say that the Vapor Max Plus is a shoe I, I really like. I love the Vapor Max Plus too. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. And I, I think I've got maybe 12 pairs of, of Vapor Max because it was like the, the Vapor Max was a natural evolution for me from the Flyknit Racer, which right. I have 33 pairs of. So to get this new technology, this cool bubble, the sole, the first time they debuted it, where you could see it um, from the bottom, like light shining through. I was like, this is, this is fucking amazing. Um, yeah, big, big uh, Vapor Max fan. Um, but that brings me to this year and, and kind of why I bring that, bring that all up. Um, Nike is introducing a new model called the Nike Air Max Pre-Day. And I think this might be the best new inline um product they're going to introduce on air max day since the vapor max in my opinion um but give give us a little breakdown and, and some thoughts from your end yeah i mean visually it's definitely the steesiest you know what i mean yeah. like it has it's on it trend. has a lot of kind of signifiers of 
I think it's a wild world where we don't really say like cool guy anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like how that was kind of like yeah. a way to like identify the person who was still actually existing in the mainstream, but you know, like a little ahead of the curve on it. But um, yeah, essentially the pre-day is a cross between the daybreak on the upper. Mm-hmm. Um, this The heel unit is really a nod to the original Air Max one in terms of exposing air cushioning and rather than just offering a window to look at it it's completely gutted the heel so like you know other than the top and bottom you can pinch the bag you know it's all very much out there let's 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 break that down for a sec that's kind of crazy i don't i don't think there's another nike model or period model with that much well vapor max i I should backtrack there (laughs) but as from like a a soul perspective i don't think they've done that before and it just to me looks really cool that you can see the entire air unit in the soul that way definitely yeah you know as as you mentioned you know they played with the bag a lot you know from the one to the 180 to the 93 you know essentially all the inline models and then eventually the vapor max um lifestyle or sportswear stuff like the 270 or, you know, like the other 180s, you know, the mid 2000s, 180 stuff. But this is, uh, this is different. You know what I mean? Like the, mm-hmm. uh, the protruding heel definitely has like, you know, Matthew and Williams vibes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously the daybreak upper is something that we've seen, or, you know, basically um, the whole kind of daybreak Cortez, like literally pre-air type stuff on, you know, the Roche LTD obviously all the higher and Sakai stuff and things of that nature, but to have this to mass market is pretty cool. Yep. And what's, I what was overlooked for me until I read the press release is it's also basically in line with their move to zero ethos of a lot of yep. like sustainable considered materials. So while at first it's just like a new lifestyle Nike air max with a volt upper launching on air max day, it's kind of, you know, it definitely feels like a silver meadow, to the shoes that we will eventually get into. Yeah. But there's a lot of thought on this. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how the market takes to it. Yeah. And I'm sharing a screen, my screen with you right now so you can see this. Um, I think this is going to be a really nice looking shoe on foot. You know, you if you're not a fan of these, the kind of lime colorway that's dropping for the, for the OG release, um, there's a lot of room for them to do different interesting things um, with colors, panels, materials throughout this thing, the way they've broken it down, right? And, and taken the different cues of, you know, perforated and, and see-through mesh and and obviously kind of the the, uh, the heel. Um, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be the most, their more successful new Air Max silhouette. Um, I could totally be wrong, but I just haven't felt the last two years, like the 720. Um and the 2090 just never did it for me, like right off the, the outset. So maybe it's just that I'm seeing this. I'm like, oh, this looks good that I'm intrigued. You know, and this seems too like a um, a decided shift from like joggers and athleisure, which is what a lot of the previous stuff was kind of based on to me, or at least seemed intended to wear with, where this is a little bit more like, I mean, I see people wearing this with like J crew or menswear, like maybe some people will really take it, you know, Dean would be able to speak better to this. <laughs> like, with, you know, like, you know, maybe we'll see cats in Japan, like yeah. wearing it with like well, Americana menswear and it'll look like a whole different lens, but yeah. 
Yeah. And that's the thing though. I think the last couple of years, they tried to go too futuristic and try to do, you know, push that way forward, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You got to try, but this one seems like a nice blend of, of modern, but classic. And maybe it feels a little bit more timeless um, as far as a design aesthetic goes, um, you know, pushes the boundaries a little bit, but not too much that I think a lot of different people can wear. And you don't have to feel like you need to wear joggers or something technical to pull off, pull off a fit. Yeah, definitely. From like basically merging like 1978 with like 2040, uh, it's pretty seamless. You know, yeah. there's a, uh, yeah, it's well executed. This is a good looking shoe. I'm honestly, uh, I'm picking these up for sure. Uh, no doubt about it. And uh, I look forward to seeing more colorways. Definitely. So, one, last, one last note on those. I know uh, the yeah. Nike press release was saying that the way the new airbag is constructed, it's got like a kind of crazy bounce or reverb. I mean, obviously these are not made to run in, but mm -hmm. I think there's something to be said about a casual shoe or a performance shoe, basically any shoe that you're wearing for more than an Instagram photo that like you actually <laughs> feel something in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that is, you know, I, I remember the first time I got a pair of 94 Barkley retros and like the Air Max squared unit of those was insane. Yeah. And, you know, obviously Vapor Max had some of that, you know, across the pond boost was very much that way. And I think there's a lot to be said of, you know, even, you know, looking at, you know, roll bar, roll bar, and, you know, I'm blanking if that's Stockany or New Balance right now, but like mm -hmm. actual technology that you can feel is, yeah, there's value in that. Yeah, I'm excited to, to put them on foot and see what that what that heel, heel feels like. Um, cool. So moving on to really kind of the two big releases of, of the week um, of Air Max month. Uh, let's start with, with uh, the Nike Air Max one uh, Kiss of Death with Clot. Um, we got a surprise twist on this one. Um, they originally released um, at Juice uh, in late February, February 27th, um, in the original colorway from back in the day. But now there's a second colorway that's releasing uh, exclusive to China. But let's let's start with the original from uh, 2006. Yeah. So when these first dropped in 2006, like it's this shoe matters. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. this was a really unique look. I mean, you know, around the same time. There was the um, Fantastic Four Air Force Ones with the translucent toe box. Then that became basically like proliferated through the fake market and stuff like that. And was, you know, the whole kind of like Soldier Boy, like Tall T era and stuff, you know, like a, uh, a kind of fun flex of that time. Mm -hmm. Conversely, this shoe and its origin had nothing to do with that. You know, the whole idea was, you know, uh, Edison spoke on a, the complex podcast and, and did a real good job explaining it as did those guys asking questions. And it was like in Chinese culture, you know, or in, or in Asian, or Asian culture uh, for that matter, basically like the culture on like, you know, taking care of your feet. So in sandals and things of that nature. So yep. the story on it's pretty cool. It's still, um, you know, the first thing that came to mind to me when I looked at these again, I was like, man, could you imagine if these launched, when the, you know, when the React Element 87 was hot. Yeah. Like, it would have yeah. just absolutely blown out of the water, you know, anything else that was going on in retro running. And I think that I'm very curious to see how people style these. 
You know, I mean, this is a, and this is also too, I think one of the most challenging bringbacks of like the mid two thousands, that's still an era that is kind of like not that far out of favor. Um, you know, almost like, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, everybody hates on the aging NBA player when they're like on their last leg or like playing overseas. <laughs> and then yeah. like five to 10 years later, they're like, that was my guy forever. You know, they did this, they did that. And to me, that's kind of what mid 2000s streetwear is like right now. So yeah, yeah. see uh, who buys these and how they wear them. Yeah, no, me too. Um, it's, it's interesting that they staggered the release. Um, basically it was a big global drop um, on the 27th because it brought the the secondary market down, which I love to see. I love when resale drops. It's my favorite thing on earth when resellers can potentially stand to make less money. Um, and especially with the North American drop coming up, that's going to take a little bit more of a dip, but you know, it's great to see they made improvements on it. Um, I think oftentimes, you know, people ask for, give us the retro, give us the true retro, don't change anything. Like it was good. They changed a couple of things on here, which was, you know, the, the perfect perforated, am I saying the right word? No, I'm not. Um, in the toe box, yeah. Yeah, they, they added the holes, um, because I could not imagine wearing these without any room to breathe in my toe box. Um, that sounds like a foggy mess waiting to happen and a stinky one at that. So it was a very good adjustment and an improvement over, over what the, the original was. And it's, you know, it's been 15 years. Why not give this shoe a little bit of an upgrade? Yeah. I think these are, uh, these are changes that, you know, I can't, I'm only speaking for myself and like, candidly, this shoe is not my grail. It's a shoe mm-hmm. that I have like reverence for, but mm-hmm. I, like you said, it is, uh, it's, it's functional changes. You know what yep. I mean? It's not, uh, it doesn't to me feel like, you know, jump man instead of Nike air or right, 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 right. which in the shades on the midsole, this is, um, this is good. Yeah. And, and, and this isn't a, a grail for me either, but I do love the storytelling. I do love the design. I think it's a great shoe. Um, if I get my hands on it, it'll be a worthy addition to the collection. Um, but it's not a, not a deal breaker for me. The deal breaker is the bacons, which we'll get to, we'll get to next. Um, but just to kind of, to add on to that, the twist, there's a second colorway coming. Do you know the, the history, the backstory on where the second colorway came from? Yeah. So apparently it's an original unreleased sample. And the fact that to my knowledge, like it never leaked, like, I mean, I can't speak to the original sample because I'm sure there's somebody with a magazine, you know, like way back that like has an image or, you know, knows Edison personally. And I mean, also, shout out to Edison. Like, I think the stuff Cloud has done with Jordan Brand in the last few years yep. has been some of my personal favorites. Um, I like the risk they take. Um, I like hearing about his, you know, connection to the sport of basketball because that means a lot to me. But um, the fact that we have this very landmark retro release and it's dropping in another colorway that, like, we literally find out the week of. Like, yeah. Oh, dude. Do you think it's better? Yeah, I do. I do, um, I do too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, I think that uh, I think it's more wearable. It feels a little different. Uh, I'd say this, you know, to the credit of this clock collab, both colorways versus you know their predecessors of prior years and their peers this year. This shoe's a neck breaker. You know, I'm always for the shoe that you turn your head and you go you know, holy shit, what's that? Like, you know, whether you know or don't know, you have to have a conversation with somebody. Like the other day I forgot where I was at, but 
I thought I saw somebody wearing Espo Air Force Twos. It was actually the she Virgil did with Louis Vuitton that has the clear panel. And I was like, wait, is that really that? Like, if it is, I have to talk to this person. It wasn't. So, you know, uh, conversations were left unsaid. But, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going with the cha and not yeah. just on, like, hype or limited ability. I just I like the tones better. Yeah, me too. I agree. Um, it just it. I wish it was the original. Uh, to be honest with you, I think it's I think it's that much better. And I'm glad that they they brought it back. Um, I remember reading on Instagram. I think it was like one of thirty or forty different sample ideas that that it had. I think someone posted a sketch. I saw it in a story really quickly. Um, it's just it's just great color blocking. Which just you know, I love that they pulled it out of the archive and said, let's, let's release it. I don't know whose decision it was or whose idea it was, but like, give me more of that. Go find other, you know, take the, you know, Air Max one Atmos and tell me, find something that they designed 30 years ago and re-release it. Let's see what's in the archives instead of, you know, re-releasing and re-releasing and re-releasing. Give me some, some old new. Um, I'm with that. You know, to that point, like it feels real. Like I don't doubt that story, you know, like, when a lot of the HTM stuff was going on, like that you mentioned that mist, you know, obviously, yeah, like, you know, Adidas was hot at the time, you know, that stuff still mattered then, but I don't know if anybody really believed that Tinker, Hiroshi and Mark sat down and made those, you know, like, yeah. I hope they did. Cause I've, I've been, I've been wrong on shit before, yeah. but like, I hear uh, it feels from. real. It's a nice twist. Um, I'm blanking on a. Uh, I don't. I can't think of any shoes that come to mind that have a like a mocha mudguard with an iced out bottom. Like they, I just they're clean. They're yeah, clean. I haven't seen that before. So yeah, we'll keep an eye on um, the release of this one's going to be very interesting because it is China exclusive. Um, going to need a reshipper or two, and hopefully Juice um, does a little online drop for uh, this side of the of the world for us. All right, last drop of Air Max week month however you want to look at it air max 90 bacon um this thing is fucking beautiful i love this shoe start to finish top to bottom the air max 90 i personally go air max 90 over air max one so uh this is the one i'm i'm very excited about um this week yeah i mean i gotta say i feel almost a little jaded after uh seeing the uh, alternate kiss of death a uh (laughs) a pair of burnt bacon 90s or something of that nature would have been a would yeah. have been pretty cool to me, but yeah, the uh, Air Max 90 Bacon, uh, awesome story. Dave Ortiz, founder of Dave's Quality Meat, yep. basically opens up a butcher shop, you know, themed sneaker store in New York as kind of a fuck you to the whole cool guy sneaker <laughs> scene of, you know, Supreme, you know, and things of that nature just because at the time, you know, the New York sneaker scene from a retail standpoint was known for being, you know, standoffish, rude or stuff like that. And yeah. one of the things took itself too seriously. So he was like, what's the wackest thing I could come up with? Like a butcher shop, you know, and like, I'm actually going to be nice to people. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, yeah. I'm not going to act too cool for school. And this shoe comes about with, you know, Nike basically catching wind of the shop. They pitch him the idea to do a collaboration. Yep. He's like, oh, yeah, for sure. Months pass. He procrastinates, realizes it's the time to do it. Uh, can't create on an empty stomach. Decides to make himself a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Looks at this package of bacon and is like, oh, that looks pretty cool. Um, yeah. 
doesn't have a laptop in 2003. So yeah. goes to his friend who designs bags for Supremes and they mock it up. Nike runs it. Um, they do the hyper strike takes a couple of days to sell out, even though it's only 48 pairs. Um, even wanted to go as far as replacing silica gel packs with bacon bits, <laughs> like bags in there. So like, yeah, a really yeah. like holistic approach to storytelling. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, before that was a thing and, you know, obviously, uh, in the time, like the folklore has, has grown and grown. And, uh, we've, we've heard these, we're going to come back for years. They've been, and they finally yeah. are. Yeah. I mean, I think the rumors started last year, this time, um, saying that the release was coming and then it was like the fall and obviously Air Max day makes a ton of sense. Uh, I'm super glad these are back. Um, I love, I love product regardless of its, its hype. Um, when it has an interesting story to tell or interesting story that I can tell when someone asks me about a shoe. And and this is definitely one of those. Um, I just love that it's bacon. That's just so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. And I'd say too, you know, I mean, if there's a, I don't know, I'm not going to tell anybody how to wear their shoes or what to buy. Um, but I would say, you know, for anybody that gets these awesome shoe to beat up, you know I mean? That's what like, Oh Yeah cats in New York that actually had these, you know, maybe with a few exceptions of the people that were like hip to, you know, hip to sneakers being a fuck. I don't want to say an asset after recent, you know, news, but like yeah. you know, collectible or something like that. But it's like, if you wear shoes in New York, they're just going to get beat up. It's the nature of it. And I feel like with the tones and textures, uh, these take well to that, but these uh, are yeah. really nicely, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A six shoe to have come back. And, um, you know, I think one could even argue too that like this collaboration, it'd be unfair to say it was a tipping point, like on a mass scale, just because mm -hmm. the hyper strike was so limited, the yeah, bug yeah. was so localized and took time to grow. But like one could argue that like entering the kind of fray of 2004 air max in both retro and um in line or signature form for lack of a better term annual form kind of started to make this the shift from running to lifestyle yeah you know like people yeah, yeah, yeah. people were buying air max not only retros but new air maxes to walk around in in style rather than to actually run it you know and that was something nike caught some flack for but yeah this they saw where the market was yeah no it makes sense um, that's, you know, that's the, the big, those are the big two releases uh, of this month. The ones people have been looking forward to. I love the new additions to the lineup. Um, I'm hoping it's going to, it's going to be an interesting Air Max day because, um, obviously pandemic still running and they can't activate like they normally do. Um, for, for everyone who's not aware, um, Nike is doing their first ever Air Max Day Worldwide Live, as they're calling it, on, on 326. Um, you just have to register. It's going to be an entire day of just kind of virtual events and experiences. So definitely tune into that. They mentioned something about product drops. I don't know what they have planned. Um, but yeah, we got four awesome kind of high-level Air Max releases that are coming out um, this week. There's a ton of others inline stuff. I don't know if you've seen any of it. There's um, Air Max 95, Kiss My Airs. There's actually an Air Max 90 evolution of Air or Icons, whatever they're calling it. There's a ton of other great stuff that's also releasing that we haven't talked about. So um, keep an eye out on 
really Nike.com new releases section on on Friday because regardless of the stuff that sells out on sneakers, there's a ton of dope inline Air Max product that's coming um, that I think people are going to like as well. Definitely, I've got to I've got to ask you. Um, mm-hmm. looking ahead to Air Max Day 2022. Huh, yeah, I blank on what you're actually. I in. know, right? Yeah, me too. If there's one shoe, if there's one Air Max um, from the past. Yeah, that you could have back for both yourself, DP, and also exclusive access for the Soul Savvy community. What is it? You know, it's funny. I was going to ask you that same question, but I didn't want to put you on the spot because I don't know if you have anything on on, on your mind. Um, but there is something I would love to see come back, and I'm trying to pull the name out of my head. Um, it was, I think, with um, DJ uh, Clark Kent, one one two. Um, yes. the Air Max, there was Air Max one, um, mm-hmm. uh, there was a trainer and I forget what the third, what the sh- third shoe was in that pack. Do you remember? I can see it right now. Yeah. There's a Air Max one. I want to say there was a trainer SC, um, had to be Air Force one, right? Yeah. Right. Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, actually, I think that's why, cause I think. It was it was an Air Force One. You're right. It was so it was the Air Force One, the trainer, and the Air Max One. I would love to see the Air Max One come back. Um, I, I I love the the paneling, the color, the elephant print, the neon hits, the sole, the whole thing. Um, so much so, I almost bought the trainer like eight or nine months ago because I saw it on Goat for like two fifty, but it looked like it was just getting ready to crumble. Um, so I stayed away from it. But I would love to see that that one one two pack come back. You know, that's a great call. I'd say that shoe still really uh, checks out with um, sneakerheads of that era. Like, I mean, I can think of like my guys like Colin Teagle and Greg Grovey at Kicking It would be all over that. And it, uh, yeah, it's, that would be an interesting way to uh, to relive that moment. You know what I mean? Uh, I think that'd be sick. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about the 3M upper. Yeah. I I love that whole set. I would want to see the set come back, but let's just start with the Max one and, and work from there. Nike, if you're listening, uh, that's my vote back request. Any, anything, anything on, uh, on your mind that you'd want to see come back? You know, that's a great question. I mean, uh, you know, if you would ask me a year ago, I probably would have said the bacon nineties, you know, yeah. I think of my buddy Evan, who I interned with at nice kicks from New York and just how much that shoe makes me think of that time and that scene. But, um, I'd probably say the Metro Pop 180s. Um, that whole ID program was really cool. I mean, I remember waking up in suburban Michigan as a high schooler, you know, at like odd hours of the morning or the night trying to get a pair. Mm-hmm. I never pulled the trigger on actually making some, um, but I always thought that was cool. I mean, I guess of that same uh, volition, if they ever did the Kanye 180s, you know, just to uh, totally, <laughs> totally go there and, you know, uh, gloves yeah. off. Oh. I think that would be pretty cool. But, you know, to be honest, I think the coolest thing for me would be to see uh, Air Max Day uh, embrace Air Max history in basketball. Yeah. Yep. You know, I mean, I'm not going to lie. When they first announced Air Max Day, I was kind of like, what the hell is this? You know what I mean? Like, you know, this is, you know, I've heard of Hallmark holidays, but like training people to buy stuff seemed kind of wild to me. But, you know, I can honestly say in hindsight, I was wrong. The community and culture really gets a kick out of it. Um, it's been awesome. Uh, you know, just like, you know, obviously the 11s do not overshadow the actual meaning of holiday season. They're attached to it, you know, and to yeah. give 
Air Max runners. Um, you know, it was always to me that, you know, you get a new pair of shoes, maybe come spring for spring break or the second semester of school year. You know, I was trying to get all white Air Max Plus or I was trying to get things of that nature. So to to drop it fittingly in March and have the story be a uh, by all accounts real. Uh, yeah. I cool. yeah, I mean, look, that's my favorite part. Anytime we can bring the culture together for a common interest and something, a talking point, something we can all enjoy around the same time of the year, you know, where our Air Max talk about them. I'm, I'm all for that. That's a, that's a great look for, for sneaker culture. So I want to see more of it. Um, this is going to be an interesting couple of days. Uh, we'll probably, you know, post this podcast uh, a day or two before Air Max day. So everyone can listen and get ready, but um, good luck. Uh, hopefully everyone picks up at least one of something that they're looking for this week and uh, has a successful Air Max day. Definitely. I've got a, hopefully the, uh, what'd you wear today thread is popping for that. Cause I want to see, Oh, it will be out. We got things planned. Yeah. I want to see too, if anybody from the community has uh, got the tune max yet, the celery or, uh, the new, uh, the new kind of grayish blue colorway that surface. And that is, uh, yep. of all the stuff that's dropping this weekend, uh, that's the air max that has me the most uh, excited right nice. now. So nice. I love if, I see, if I see those in person, I might have to do them. <laughs> nice. I love it. Cool, man. Thanks as always for hopping on. And I'm sorry I stumped you with something today. HTM 2016 is a blind spot for you. You'll have hey, to... I'll be doing uh, I'll be doing the mental equi- equivalent of you know push-ups and sit-ups all day trying to yeah. tr- try- trying to get back like Batman. <laughs> all right, thanks, dude. I hey, appreciate it, man. Good seeing you.